Hey guys, what's up? It's Alicia here from The Stronger Way. It is so good to be back here with you guys again this week. You know on this show we talk all things food freedom, fitness, and life transformation using a non-diet approach. This week we are talking about nighttime snacking. This is something that comes up over and over again with my clients. I see it all the time everywhere, and it is actually something that I really used to struggle with as well, especially kind of in the height of my dieting days. For me, what I discovered is that I was essentially using that time after I put my kids to bed as my me time, my time to really relax, or so I thought. And relaxing to me oftentimes looked like grabbing something, usually salty or sweet, uh, and sitting down in front of the TV. Now, I don't think Netflix was quite as big, but I distinctly remember kind of binging the different shows on the Bravo TV network. And there's nothing wrong with snacking at night or watching shows on TV. But for me, what I was realizing is that this was a habit and a behavior that I didn't really like. It was something that kind of provided a false sense of rest or relaxation, kind of this false pleasure, which I think I've talked about before on the podcast as well. And so at the end of the day, it was in some sense kind of satisfying a need that I had, but also it was really kind of working against me and some of my other goals. It was ultimately allowing me to kind of stay disconnected from myself and from my body and really just kind of tapping into what I actually needed in order to feel rested and restored and refreshed for the next day. Now, depending on if you have kids or not, or what age your kids are at, or maybe you're just super busy in your business right now, this could look different for every single one of us. I will tell you that I have found as my kids have gotten older, it's a little bit easier for me to find pockets throughout the day to kind of recharge my batteries and rest. But as an entrepreneur, especially somebody who works from home, we have to be super intentional about creating those pockets of time for ourselves, right? So that we don't get to the end of the day and feel just really exhausted and overwhelmed and like we just want to fall under the couch with a bag of chips and just kind of binge TV. And now again, just kind of being aware first and foremost of the behavior that you want to change is incredibly powerful. In fact, I would say that's the most powerful thing because we can't really change or we won't really change things that we're not even aware of. And then I think the second thing is to kind of meet yourself with compassion and understanding and just kind of that sense of curiosity, like wondering why you're doing what you're doing, whether it's the nighttime snacking or the binging on shows or whatever it is for you, or maybe it's a completely different behavior that you're wanting to change. But when you kind of approach it with a sense of curiosity and really trying to understand yourself rather than like judging yourself or being super critical, you're going to be able to glean so much more wisdom from yourself. And that is going to be the next really powerful thing that you can do is to kind of start to understand why you're doing what you're doing. And if it's like me, at the time, I think both of my kids were under four for sure. I was a full-time student. Uh, my husband was gone for a year during this time of life in a deployment. And so we just had a lot of different things going on. And so for myself, I don't think like when I reflect back, I wasn't super good about scheduling time throughout the day that was just to kind of rest or to just kind of restore and recharge my batteries. At the time, I really did kind of look at my gym time as my me time. 
And I would say like that is still something I do for myself is work out and move my body. But it's not really the same restoratively or it's not the same kind of restfulness as when I'm just laying down taking a nap or reading a book or going for a walk or for me since I'm kind of extroverted like going to coffee with a friend or doing something like that so I think you know the third part of this is then really getting to know yourself and what would you identify for you are those activities that you can engage in that really do feel restful that really do feel restorative and then kind of that fourth piece is being proactive about plugging it in Now, understanding that not every day is going to look the same, not all of us are living the same life. Maybe you have certain constraints around your time, but I want to offer to you that you might have a little bit more power and autonomy over your schedule, even if you work for somebody, right? So even if you are kind of on somebody else's schedule, you can still be proactive about plugging in pockets of time. Maybe it's you know, even commuting or going to the grocery store or something like that. And instead of listening to a music or listening to a podcast or something, but really just sitting with yourself and allowing that time to just kind of be some quiet time that you can kind of sort through your thoughts or reflect about your day or maybe dream about your goals. Again, this part of the process, you really figuring out what does create rest and restoration for you is going to be maybe different in different seasons of your life. It might look different for each of us just because we're different people, and it might look different from day to day. But I think once you kind of get some ideas in sort of a brainstorming session or you can start to really kind of explore this for yourself, then you can start to figure out, okay, what would maybe be my top three things that I would do? Like if I only had 10 minutes, you know, what would be that one thing that I would do? Or if I'm carving out you know, more like 30 minutes or an hour out of the day, whether that's at the beginning of the day, the middle of the day, the end of the day, like there are so many different ways that you could make this work for you. It's kind of like exercise or nutrition. There's not really one right way to do it. It's just getting to know yourself a little bit, your life season, and then being super intentional about plugging those things in ahead of time. So like I said, if you are finding that at the end of the day, you're kind of struggling with, you know, the habits of usually it's the nighttime snacking or, you know, it's just kind of zoning out in front of the TV. Those are kind of the two most common ones that I hear. Then I think it's just worthwhile to kind of explore first and foremost why you're doing that and what it is that you're actually looking for Two, kind of brainstorming some different ideas about things that you do like to do, things that do kind of recharge your battery and ultimately do make you feel more restful. And then lastly, being super intentional and proactive about plugging those things in, whether that's on a weekly basis, a daily basis. Um, I'm definitely a big proponent of having like one maybe longer chunk or perhaps one day that really is just kind of that restful, restorative day for you, whatever that looks like, and then being as proactive about plugging in some different periods of rest and restoration and um, just kind of those revitalizing activities or behaviors for yourself throughout the day. And you might, like if you're in the habit of planning your week one week at a time, and if you're kind of implementing this with the cycle syncing method um, that Alyssa Vitti talks about, and, you know, you're really just kind of looking at different ways that you can partner with your body, then you might also consider that there are going to be certain activities that maybe feel a little bit more restful 
different weeks out of the month, just depending on what phase of your monthly cycle that you're in. So there are so many different ways that you can do this. But like I said, if you are one of those people that you're feeling just super frustrated because you just can't seem to kind of nip that annoying habit that you feel like isn't really something that you want to do, but you keep doing it, you keep going back to it, then maybe this is just where you start. It's just getting super curious about why it is that you're doing what you're doing and then coming up with some alternative activities that you can engage in, that you can do, that you can kind of treat yourself to that ultimately is kind of partnering with you, that is filling your cup and that is moving you closer to the goals that you have for yourself and the things that you are working on. So this is a super short episode. I hope that this was helpful. It's kind of that snack size episode that you can really tune in and listen to and maybe just come back to. But if you are looking for that specific homework, first and foremost, it's becoming aware of that habit or that behavior that you want to change. Second of all, it's going to be asking yourself from that place of curiosity and openness, why am I doing this? Like, what is it that I'm looking for? Right. And remember that compassion, that curiosity is going to create that openness so that we can really be kind of honest with ourselves. Whereas if we're approaching it from that judgmental space or really being critical of ourselves and upset with ourselves that we're doing this over and over and over again, that's going to have the opposite effect. We're going to have a really hard time kind of getting to the root of why we're doing the behavior in the first place. Next, you're going to want to spend some time really kind of exploring, getting to know yourself a little bit more and exploring those particular restful, restorative behaviors that you want to incorporate. And then lastly, it's going to be, this perhaps could be the hardest part. It's going to be about you intentionally plugging that time to recharge your battery into your calendar. So again, like I said, I'm a big proponent of if you're able to take a bigger chunk, whether it's a day or a few hours, one day a week to do kind of a more extended restful period. And then for sure, definitely throughout the week, spending little pockets of time, either once a day or kind of throughout the day, plugging into different activities that you truly know bring you that rest and that restoration. And then almost without even having to try so hard or to really work at it, you can overcome that habit of the binging on Netflix or the nighttime snacking. It's almost like that just kind of disappears and it takes care of itself when we really start taking care of the root problem. So remember, those habits that the nighttime snacking, the binging on Netflix or whatever that is for you, that's really is just a symptom of something else that's going on. So once we really kind of slow down and we get to that root cause, the symptoms essentially kind of subside and take care of themselves. And so we don't have to focus and work so hard on trying to change that specific behavior. It just kind of melts away and that's that. So we don't even have to stress over that. So I hope that this was a helpful episode for you. If you are loving the content that you're hearing here, I want to invite you to connect with me either on social or if you really are looking to take this work deeper, you're wanting to kind of partner with your body through exercise, through nutrition. Um, you know that maybe there's some mindset stuff that needs to happen. Uh, doing that work on that body image or just general kind of life coaching stuff. I promise you, once you start working on one area of your life, you will start to notice massive growth and change and transformation in every single area. So if you are ready to take this work deeper, you like what you hear, you like my style, then I want to invite you to email me alicia at aliciacarlson.com or connect with me over on social. Let's get a consult set up. I want to hear all about you, your goals, 
what it is that you want to create for yourself in the next year. And then we will walk together on through that prescription so that you know exactly where you're at and what it'll take to get you there. Hope you have a great rest of your day, a great week, and I'll talk to you again soon.